Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au. We we just thank you today for Easter. But we've come here to remember you, Jesus. The sacrifice you paid, the price you paid, what it cost you. I thank you today, Jesus, that we never forget, God, that out of all the things that we do, God, at this great time of uh, feasting with, with families and Easter eggs and all those types of things, and maybe gifts that we may give, God, we do not forget at this time. We remember what you did at Easter. And so we thank you for that, Jesus, in your mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hey, why don't you turn to the person next to you and say, welcome to church this morning. My wife Gabby and I, we were married in January 16th, 1999, and some of you weren't even born back in 1999, and um, 24 years, four years ago it was our 20th wedding anniversary, and I decided that I would do something special, and I would buy Gabby some jewellery, and if that, is there any husbands or men in this room that know what that's like? Uh, that can be a little bit scary, buying jewellery for your wife, making sure you get the right piece. And so I thought to myself, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Tiffany's. I feel like you can't go wrong if you go there. And so I said, I'll get Gabby some diamond earrings. And so I went online and I was like, oh, maybe I won't go to Tiffany's. <laughs> but I was like, I made a commitment. And so I went to Tiffany's and I drove, I drove, I actually went there in person. I didn't do the whole online thing. I wanted to have a look at this, this, this gift that I was buying Gabby in person. And so uh, Joelle came with me. I had my daughter come with me for moral support. I'm like, I need another woman with me, even though she was only 13, to let me know, yes, this, this is a good idea, Dad. And so we went there, Collins Street, pulled up at the front, and then you walk in, and there's got an appointment, Mr. Blackmore, and all these types of things. For me, it was like, this is a little bit out of the world that I usually live in. It was a bit of a nerve-wracking experience, and like you're trying to act like you're the man, and you're like, show me your cheapest stuff that you've got. <laughs> Oh, all that stuff? Yeah, that's great. But where's your, where's your bargain basement? And um, the sales assistant was great and, and she helped me and we had a little, could a few different pieces. And so uh, we picked a piece and, and I was a bit, a bit worried, you know, because I was like, this is a lot of money that I'm spending. And, and, and I hope that Gab appreciates it and I hope that she likes these earrings, these diamonds that are like so, so small, you can hardly see them, but apparently they're worth a lot of money. I don't know. And um, I was excited but nervous. And, you know, there was a great cost to purchase these earrings. I want to think about. I want you to think about in your own life. Is there something that you've that you've brought or that you've purchased and it's been expensive? And you know, we can go to the big things like maybe a house or a car. But I want us to put those things to the side and maybe think about something else. I don't know whether it might have been jewelry, like I was just talking about, or perhaps uh, a handbag, or it might have been a tailored suit for the gentleman here today. I don't know something along those lines. Maybe it was electronics, big screen TV. 75-inch TV, 85-inch TV, something along those lines. Maybe, I don't know, a jet ski or a boat, something along those things. I don't know what it was, but it was expensive, right? Maybe a new iPhone for the young people here. I don't know, but it was expensive. It cost something to you. There was a cost to it. As expensive as that item may have been that you purchased, the most expensive thing ever brought was you. And today you might be here and, and you know the story of Easter and you know the story 
of Jesus and how he came for you. And, th- and this might be just a reaffirming of what you already know. But maybe you're here today and you've never heard the Easter message shared like that, that you were the most expensive item ever brought. And you're wondering to yourself, you're thinking to yourself, I was brought by who? By whom? Why was I why was I brought? Why was, what was I purchased for? Why did that have to occur? And there's one single word that we can use to describe why Jesus brought us. And the word is sin. And today, what is sin? Let me explain it to you like this in a paragraph. There is an almighty, there is an infinite, almighty, all-knowing, all-powerful created God who created all things for his glory. And sin is this, we fail to acknowledge and give him the glory for the gifts he has given us. And we question his rule and his authority and the scriptures and what his commandments and how he says to live our lives. And we believe our way is better than his way. While at the same time doing this with the brain he gave us and that he holds together. And at the same time with the lungs and the air that he gave us to breathe with. And this is the great blasphemy of the universe This is the the sin and its cost is eternal death and separation from God. This is our rebellion and we have the audacity to flaunt it and live in defiance of a good creator, God. See, sin is a creator, God, all-powerful, all-knowing, all-seeing, who says, this is how I want you to live your life and I've created you in my image for my glory. Here are my instructions and teachings and here is my Holy Spirit who will guide you. Sin is us choosing instead of submitting to that which the Creator has chosen for us, deciding to do life our own way, deciding to live underneath our own guidance, deciding to live with our own truth and our own wisdom. This is sin. And the outcome of sin is eternal death and separation from God. It says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. And here's the thing about sin. We have a holy and just God. And in His justice, in His holiness, He requires that there is a price paid to make sin right. In his justice as a just judge and a just God and a just king, he requires that wrongs be righted, that the wrong of sin be righted. There is a cost and a price that must be paid. His justice demands an account for the sin of this world, the sin of our lives, the sin of my life. Someone needs to pay the cost of sin. And that is what has happened at the cross What happened at Easter? What happened at Good Friday? Jesus paid the cost for our sin. What did sin cost today? If you want to know what sin cost, look to the cross. If you want to know the price that was paid, look to the cross. When you look to the cross, you realize that Jesus wasn't paying his cost. He was paying our costs. He wasn't on that cross because he did wrong. He was on that cross because we did wrong. Hebrews 4.15, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, and yet he did not sin. 
1 Peter 2.24, He Himself bore our sins in His body on the cross. No one ever deserves suffering less, but no one has ever suffered more. What did my sin cost Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane? Luke twenty two forty four. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly. This is the night before he's delivered to the cross. Being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. What did my sin, our sin, your sin cost Jesus at the fake religious trial before the high priest? Matthew 26, 47. Then they spit in his face and struck him with their fists and others slapped him. What did my sin cost Jesus before the Roman governor? Matthew 27, 26. But he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. What did my sin cost Jesus? The mockery of Roman soldiers. Mark 14, 65. Then some began to spit at him. They blindfolded him, struck him with their fists and said, prophesy. The guards took him away and beat him. What did my sin cross Jesus? A crown of thorns, Matthew 27, 29. And they twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on his head. What did my sin cost Jesus? Crucifixion on a cross, Acts 2, 23. And you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. We're beginning to see the price that Jesus paid, the cost. What did it, my sin cross Jesus? Cursing from criminals, Luke twenty-two thirty-nine. 39. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Out you the Messiah, save yourself and save us. What did my sin cost Jesus? The betrayal by his closest friends, Luke twenty-two forty-eight. But Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? Matthew 26, 75. Then Peter remembered the word of Jesus. Before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and whipped bitterly. My sin, your sin, our sin, the sin of the world, cost Jesus this great price. As he went to the cross, as he was on the cross, this physical pain and emotional and mental suffering that he went through. And yet all of these things did not compare to a greater suffering that he had that was deeper than any physical pain. In Matthew 27, 46, as he hung on the cross about three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama shabbatani which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? What did my sin cost Jesus? The cost of my sin was that pain laid upon Christ. The cost of my sin was the separation of Jesus from Father God. A separation he had never known. He had never experienced. The death that I deserved was laid upon Jesus. If you want to know the cost of your sin, if you want to know the cost of your freedom, look 
to the cross. If the keys could come. Those earrings I mentioned earlier, there was a a cost for them that there was also a value to them. A value. So, So much more. The cross has a great cost, but it also has a great value. See, Jesus, he lived a perfect, sinless life. Everything he did was good and obedient to the Father. It says in 2 Corinthians 5.21, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. See, on the cross, God treated Jesus the way that I deserve to be treated so that God could treat me the way Jesus deserved to be treated. At the cross, Jesus was treated like a sinner, like someone who had disobeyed God like a fallen man, like we are, which he wasn't. But at the cross, we are able to now be treated how Jesus was treated. Perfect, sinless, righteous, holy, redeemed, saved, forgiven, free. That's the message of Easter. That's the the value of the cross. That's the gospel message. This is the good news of Jesus Christ. This is why Good Friday is Good Friday. See, it's not about what you do or don't do. It's not about your works. It's not about being good or bad. It's not about your skills or your abilities, about whether you swear or don't swear, drink or don't drink, watch this or don't watch that. It's not about do this, do that. The cross is, there is nothing you can do because Jesus has done it all. At the cross, we are justified before God by the cross of Christ alone. We are justified before God by the cross of Christ alone. Is there something that you've got in your house right now that you like? that you bought or that you purchased and you kind of wish that you hadn't brought that? Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Like buyer's remorse? Like you regret that you brought it? Maybe those jeans that you had that were so fashionable that you can't wear them anymore because <laughs> the fashion's moved on. Maybe it's like, I don't know, that jacket that you just had to have, but for some reason you've never worn it. It's hanging in the cupboard there at home. Maybe the power tool. Come on, let's, we've got to do something for the boys. Maybe that's the power tool in the shed. Jeff, um, Glenn, Glenn knows what I'm talking about. The power tool in the shed that you had to buy, but you've never used it. And every time you go in there, you're like, Gab's, Gab's saying it's all your tools, Bronson, because you've never used any of them. You're like, oh, I shouldn't have brought that. It's hanging up in the shed. You've got buyer's remorse. Have you ever stopped to wonder? I wonder if God looks at the earth has buyer's remorse has regrets for the price he paid for us that looks at 2023 and says you know I wish I hadn't sent Jesus because it wasn't worth it the price was too high I wonder if Jesus has buyer's remorse when he looks at us does he regret the cost that He paid for our freedom. Hebrews 2.11, both the one who makes people holy, Jesus, and those who are made holy, us, 
are of the same family. See, Jesus is not ashamed to call you brothers and sisters. He says, I will declare your name to my brothers and sisters. In the assembly, I will sing your praises. He's not ashamed. He has no regrets. He doesn't wish that he never came. He calls you brother and sister. He sings your praises before God. The most expensive thing ever brought was you. God has no regrets, but only rejoices. Can you imagine that? God rejoices. Jesus rejoices over us. When I thought that we rejoice Him, yes, but He, Scriptures say He rejoices. Jesus declares our names. And I don't know where you, what you see when you look in the mirror, but our value. I want to let someone know this morning, today, in this room, on the live stream. stream. I want to let you know today, our value is not in ourselves. Our value is in the one who gave Himself for us and paid the price for us, for our freedom to bring value to our lives. His name is Jesus. Romans 8, 38. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, governments, councils, politicians, spiritual beings, demonic forces, none of these things, neither present nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. There's nothing that can separate us from the love of Jesus. Nothing you've done is too great that the price that Jesus paid at the cross is not able to pay the price for what you've done. Nothing you've done can separate you from the love of Jesus to say, I have no regrets that I came to earth, lived a sinless, righteous life, went to the cross for the joy set before me, endured the pain, endured the shame to bring back into relationship humanity to my Father. And you are loved with a love that is higher, deeper, wider, longer, stronger, greater than anything in this universe if you don't believe me today I want to say this to you look to the cross look to the cross let's pray this morning Jesus this morning I thank you in this place Good Friday we remember you on the cross we remember the pain the suffering you went through we remember the price you paid 